Welcome to the Micromobility Update from September 20th. I'm Hans Dorsch and I have a follow-up to last week's Patagonia ownership change. And sorry, there aren't more news today. You'll get them again on Thursday. I don't have much time today, so there's only one news item. Or rather, a revision to a news item. Last week I talked in detail about Patagonia's CEO and his action to practically hand over the company to an organization for climate protection. That's all very well, but a few media outlets have described afterwards that it's this action that shows how super-rich people in the US can use their wealth for their goals instead of supporting the state as a whole with their taxes. I'm quoting from Business Insider. The Times reports that in transferring that stock to the trust, the Shuinas are on the hook for 17.5 million in gift taxes. However, they're not going to pay any taxes on the value that stock has accrued since they first acquired it, what's called capital gains taxes. Bloomberg estimates that the capital gains tax on the donation would have come in at more than $700 million. End quote. Now, of course, you might say, but the money is going to a good cause, and this is true. But a similar procedure has also been used by someone else, who is politically rather at the other end of the spectrum. I'll quote again. Earlier this year, another businessman from a different side of the political spectrum, Chicago's Barry Seed, used a similar structure to donate his 1.5 billion business to a non-profit that advocates for conservative causes, including restricting abortion access and appointing conservative judges to the federal bench, according to a report in the New York Times. End quote. And even if most of us would probably rather subscribe to the goals of Patagonia's founder, one big problem remains. The article continues. But Shuina's donations illustrate how the ultra-wealthy, even when championing big causes, fall out of the realm of taxation, which means that the public purse, the one that pays for roads and airports and healthcare subsidies, could be deprived of around a billion dollars in tax revenues in Patagonia's case. End quote. This means that the rest of the citizens have to pay more for basic state services. And if these people, with normal income, want to influence the direction of politics, they can do so primarily through their votes in elections. The super-rich don't need that. They can have much more influence with the money in their trusts than with their vote. You'll find all the links to the articles in the show notes. And that's it for today. We'll hear again in the next episode with news from the world of micromobility. And as a reminder, like and subscribe, tell your friends and give the podcast 5 stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you haven't already, subscribe so that the next episode automatically lands in your inbox.